0: We are back again today in the studio and it is time to get the ball rolling. And we are back again today in the studio. Super happy, super excited to be with you guys once again, uh, fans that get the ball rolling today. Uh, again, we have been reaching out to coaches. We've been doing the best that we can do, uh, you know, to kind of provide you guys the most in-depth coverage. Uh, not only, you know, my opinion on college football and on things that happen throughout the season, but we also want to give you guys perspective from the coaches and uh, the coaches themselves. and and uh, we're really excited. Today we're going to be bringing on uh, the offensive coordinator at North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks, the University of North Dakota, uh, Coach Danny Freund. Super excited uh, to be able to bring him on again. Uh, Last year we brought him on a terrific interview. He was actually one of our first interviews. So he's been around, uh, get the ball rolling for quite some time. Very grateful for that. And also uh, North Dakota is, you know, University of North Dakota is just really special uh, for us. Uh this last, uh, what was it, October, I believe it was. Uh, no, sorry, November 9th. Uh, I was able, I made the trip up from beautiful, sunny St. George, Utah, up to Ogden, Utah, uh, to see Weaver State play North Dakota. And I had told, you know, my mom and dad that we were coming and uh, you know, I wanted to be able to be on the sideline. I wanted to be able to see some things. We had Coach Matt Hammer from Weaver State last year. Uh and you know, this year we had head coach Jay Hill and uh we had Coach Freund. So I had known some people. I was actually able to be on the sideline at the game. Uh it was amazing, such a fun atmosphere. Uh, they ended up uh, losing the game 27 to 30, but it was a dogfight until the end. I mean, honestly, when I look back, and uh, I've been to hundreds of games. I I mean, uh, probably in my life, I'm probably, maybe not hundreds, but I'm over 100 college football games. I've been to a ton of college football games, and I've watched a ton. So we're just going to say I've watched a ton, uh, hundreds of college football games. That was one of the most exciting games that I have ever watched. It was back and forth. you know, North Dakota this last year kind of caught fire uh, towards the middle of their schedule, and they were able to carry that fire all the way into the FCS playoffs this last year. Uh, they uh, right after they they lost to Eastern Washington in Cheney, they were able to beat UC Davis thirty eight to thirty six. I was able to watch that game; it was a really fun uh, game. I believe it was a field goal, uh, you know, that that they won that game on. They did lose to Idaho State, but then they caught fire beating Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. They were able to beat Montana State, who ended up going to the semifinals this last year. They did lose to Weaver State in a a hard, hard hard-fought bout, and then uh, beat UNCO, Northern Colorado, beat Southern Utah, and then eventually uh, went into the playoffs and played Nickel State. Now, I had been really high on the Fighting Hawks this last year. I thought they had you know, played tremendous. They were able to pick up a win uh, at the first of the year against Sam Houston State, number one, or 21 uh, ranked team at the time. And so they had a really impressive resume. Uh, UC Davis uh, on October 5th was actually ranked 12th. So, you know, that was a really big win. Uh, Montana State was ranked ninth. Weaver was third in the nation at the time uh, when they lost. So these guys had been through it all. They were really, uh, you know, tough, battle-tested team. And it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Again, being on the sideline at the Weaver State game. Now uh there was one play and and honestly it was it was uh it was kind of uh a, a crazy play. Uh the quarterback had thrown it up to uh Garrett Mag, uh Nate Ketter Ketteringham threw it up to Garrett Mag they ended up calling a, a pass interference now if I'm the ref at that time I wouldn't have called the pass interference but that that would have really sealed the deal I believe that would have put UND up 10 points had they scored because uh, they were going to a I believe we were held them at that moment and then uh, but no I was really impressed overall with the offense with the defense with North Dakota how they showed up uh, you know they were hype they were really respectful and stuff sometimes you get like uh, you you know, some teams, when they come into opposing uh, venues and stuff like that, they're not, you know, they're not as respectful. They were respectful. The fans were great. They were doing some pretty cool cheers. Overall, an amazing atmosphere. Uh, and again, I was it was kind of my first, like, I would say, media pass. I mean, I was able to be on the sideline. I was able to talk uh, to Coach Freud, meet him personally. He's a wonderful guy. And uh, so that was a great year. But overall, this last year, uh, they lost Nate Ketteringham. I believe he was a senior this last year. Uh, yes, a redshirt senior. So they're going to be looking to replace him. So I'm really uh, curious to talk to Coach Freund uh, about that. You know, what are their plans going forward? And then also, you know, it it is, uh, it fascinates me how these how these guys are adapting to the COVID stuff to you know during the coronavirus not being able to I mean they're able to recruit but they have to do, you know, do Zoom meetings or Facetime and stuff like that. Want to talk about that? And then obviously I want to talk about the jump to the Missouri Valley. These guys have a really uh, tough schedule. I believe that uh, they're they are going to be just as dangerous. I'm excited. Uh, I really hope that you know we're able to pick up the battle. You know the battle of the Dakotas. Whatever you want to call it, against North Dakota State. I think that's going to be uh, kind of a staple there. I'm glad these guys are moving into the Missouri Valley. But you guys know from from listening to, uh, you know, Illinois State and some of the other teams that we've had on, and just in general, the Missouri Valley is a really tough conference. Uh, Also, uh, they play a pretty tough non— like conference schedule, I guess. You know, they have to go on the road to Kansas State, uh, on the road to Portland State, former, uh, you know, kind of rival there with you know, Out of the Big Sky. But Overall, I was really impressed. If you if you don't if you have some time today, scroll back in our uh, you know our library our audio library, uh, listen to the North Dakota and Weaver State podcast. I break down kind of everything that I saw, and uh, but I was really impressed. James Johansson, uh, he was a running back. He was really uh, just an incredible guy. He was able to to really. Like, he made people hurt. He ran through people. It was really impressive. And then they had uh, some receivers that were just out of this world. Noah Wanzak, uh he was tre- uh, tremendous. Uh, Travis Toyvin, also a senior. Both of those guys seniors. Garrett Mag. Now, I really, really like him uh, going into this next season. I'm excited. I want to actually ask Coach Freund about him. I mean, this kid, uh, he's six four, but honestly I, I would think he's a little bit taller I know I'm short but like like standing close to like where he was lining up he was I mean he towered over me uh, and he was able he he was good as I uh, at that time he I believe he was just a freshman Uh Anyway, I really like Garrett Mag, and I just want to see how they're going to, you know, replace some of these, the, you know, James Johannesson, Travis Toyvin, and some of these guys, uh, you know, that were kind of staples of the UND football program for quite a while now. Uh, they also had uh, Donnell Rogers on the defensive end. He was a, a headhunter linebacker. Uh, Jordan... Canandi, I believe that's how you say your name. Sorry, Jordan if I, if I butchered it. He was a really interesting cornerback, played really tight coverage uh, against the the Weaver State Wildcats team. So I'm excited to watch these guys. I jumped on the bandwagon, I guess is what you could say uh, with UND. I actually um, I have I love helmets. I collect helmets, that's kind of kind of my thing. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, uh you can see that I I, I post a lot about my helmets. You know, I have a Weaver State one, I have a Dixie one, University of Utah. Of course I'm repping in Tampa Bay. And then also I have a North Dakota one and a Colorado one. So that just puts it into perspective. I love Love college football, and these are some of the teams that I've chosen to kind of represent here on my table. Uh, I love North Dakota. It was, uh, again, a tremendous opportunity that I had, and uh, excited to bring them back on. So we got kind of those. We're kind of setting the, the stage for you guys. We're going to be bringing on Coach Freund after the break. Uh, I kind of let this break run, and then uh, I'll call up Co- Coach Freund. We'll discuss it. Hopefully we can get some, uh, you know, some perspective on the season. Uh, and North Dakota football, let's get excited fighting Hawks fans because I'm a fan I I get like this I mean every interview is special but it makes it even that much more special when you're a fan and you follow them you've been there you've seen it you've done everything so much better uh anyway so we're going to be taking a break and then bring in coach Freund on the offensive coordinator uh at the University of North Dakota stay tuned Welcome back to another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. Today we have Coach Danny Freund from the University of North Dakota. Uh, He is the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach. How are you doing today, Coach?
1: I'm doing well, Tyler. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we're we're really excited to bring you back. We were able to uh, meet up in Ogden this last year. It was great to see you there and uh, happy to have you back on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks. Excited to be here and talk some football and... uh... Hopefully, get some football rolling here in a, a couple months as we start to get guys back to campus and all that. So it's uh, it's an exciting time again.
0: Yeah. So what what is that like? Um, has your university laid out any plans? When are you guys bringing the athletes back? You know, how how has everything gone from you know spring training, like basically March until now? How's everything out there in North Dakota?
1: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been different, you know, as as everybody else across the country has experienced too. We we were able to get a couple of spring practices in. Uh, because we started uh, end of February, um, and then kind of early March is when you know all the COVID stuff hit and our guys are you know we're back home with their families and um kind of starting the process of getting them back to campus here um june 15th is when our facilities uh, will open for workouts so our administration's done a great job of kind of laying out the protocols and getting everything set up And it's gonna look a lot different than than it has been but it's always good to get the guys back on campus and around each other and you know start building that chemistry for the um For the 2020 season
0: yeah for sure now how has recruiting changed has it been harder uh you know I mean like more people have like a lot of time you're able to reach out to people has it been easier in that matter or is it has it been harder not being able to bring people to campus go to their homes and stuff like that
1: yeah a little bit of both um it's been interesting but I would say some of it has been a positive and then you know some of the you know some of the obvious things that you know, are not getting not getting out to see guys, you know, and evaluate workouts in person. Not being able to get guys to our campus to check out our, you know, facilities and our campus. Um, that's been the tough part. But at the same time, you're able to do a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, you know, see them on the on the virtual stuff and kind of do all those types of things. And it's been, we're kind of on the same track that we've been in years past. It's just looked different without you know spring evaluations and camp evaluations it's more hey we're going off junior film going off winter workouts um you know some of the guys are able to send in some some workouts they're doing but um a lot of it is just kind of you know building relationships is what recruiting is all about and you're just kind of building those things over the phone over meetings through zoom um You know, it's been kind of fun actually. It's just it's a difference. You're able to get on those Zoom meetings and get a lot more people involved in the recruiting process than than maybe you usually would. But um, it's been it's been good, and we're kind
0: of right on track. Sweet. So you know, talking about going back to film and stuff like that. You know, you you're a senior redshirt senior quarterback. You know, Nate Ketteringham moving on, you know, graduated and stuff uh, and obviously you're the offensive coordinator do you, have you guys made any, you know, you know, this? these guys are going to be the starters, are you guys going to wait uh, not just at the quarterback position but for everybody on the offense are you guys going to wait until fall camp to make those decisions, how do those decisions affect I mean, how are they being affected right now Yeah, you know, it's you want to be able to practice, so obviously
1: spring practice, that competition part, you know, not being able to get a full spring in um, with some of those evaluations on the depth chart, you know, leaves kind of that open ended a little bit. But I think you're always evaluating. Fall camp's a big, a big part of that, and just those practices and you know that competition. But um, you know, it's it's always tough when you don't have a starter coming back. That's kind of penciled in on the depth chart. I think there's always going to be competition. Now we have a. You know, some guys coming back with a little bit of experience at all positions, but um, we're excited. Every year is a new year. We, we're going to play the best players. You know, for our program in 2020, and some of those guys might be seniors. Some of those guys might be guys that haven't stepped a foot on campus yet. You know, just graduated high school. So it's it's that's always the fun part of the process is uh, getting the guys back, going through that training camp, and building that building that depth, building that confidence. You know, that you can go out and in the fall and. Um, you know,
0: put your best team on the field. Yeah, for sure. And one of the guys, I mean, I was able to go up to the Weber State game, watch you guys play. I watched you guys play, you know, four or five times throughout the year. One of the guys that I've been extremely impressed with is Garrett Mag. You know, where where do you see, I mean, I feel like he, he, he stepped up this next, like this last year. What are your expectations for him and overall for the entire offense going, you know, transitioning into the Missouri Valley? What are you guys expecting?
1: Well, we're expecting to to keep getting better every single day and keep improving. And you kind of say, I mean, you were out at in Ogden last year when we were able to play Weaver State, who was one of the top teams in the country, and, you know, just weren't able to finish it off, but played well at times. And we're just looking for more consistency, and you know, all all across the board. Consistency, you know, running the football. Consistency winning on the road. Um, consistency, you know taking care of the football, that sort of stuff. Um, but Garrett's a big part of it. And, you know, we had the couple of receivers, you know, that were seniors last year that are now leaving. Um, and Garrett will just – he'll get more looks and more touches. And um, he's, he's going to step up as a leader for us on the offensive side, not just with his play but also just his personality and his leadership ability. Um, coach King, our wide receivers coach, has done a great job with him. And uh, we feel like he's got the ability to, you know – to really, really be a dynamic playmaker on our offense. And uh, I think he's committed to to keep learning and keep growing. And we look forward to, you know, his his junior season this fall and, and, and obviously
0: beyond. Yeah, for sure. I actually said, you know, once when I saw him play, I feel like some people, they they play at one level. He looked like he was playing at another level, at least in my eyes. I thought he had a great game. I'm really excited to see, you know, where he goes this next year. So, you know, you guys are making the transition into the Missouri Valley. What is that going to look for you guys? Are you guys excited, you know, leaving the independent, you know, era or, you know, independent and you know going into the Missouri Valley are you guys excited for that you know have a little bit more regional rivalries talk a little bit about that
1: yeah you said it man we're super excited it's a big deal for our university to to be in the Missouri Valley Football Conference and play North Dakota State South Dakota State South Dakota Northern Iowa all these schools that traditionally we played you know going back to the early 1900s uh Uh, that tradition you know just having that identity having a home Um, also in our recruiting footprint we want to recruit the Midwest Minnesota Wisconsin Illinois you know the Dakotas Nebraska we want to recruit the Midwest and that that helps being in a Midwest league Um, so yeah I mean it's, it's a great conference you know traditionally the best in the FCS you know and we're coming from a great conference the big sky was awesome being able to to get out west and play top competition in that league was great. Um, but we we kind of feel like we're, we're going into where we belong. And I think we're excited just for the challenge, the opportunity to, you know, week in, week out, um, very physical football league, great defenses, um, you know, teams that traditionally go really, really far in the playoffs, um, and produce a lot of, a lot of NFL prospects. So it's just, it's a great fit for us. We're excited. We know we got a lot of work to do. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely something where we're we're looking forward to that opportunity
0: sweet yeah i'm really excited to see you guys transition there too and uh hopefully you know you guys are coming out west to portland state and hopefully uh i'll be able to make it up there and see you guys play live again
1: you gotta get up there yeah I, i mean we we played all right we just couldn't finish it we gotta we gotta be better on the road this year so that's Hopefully we get to see you again. That was kind of cool, meeting up before the game, being able to to chat
0: a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my wife, she's from Portland, so I think any kind of excuse for her to go back to her hometown <laughs> is she's going to take it. So hopefully I just had to throw some hey, football man, in you're, there. You're 100% going now. I mean,
1: <laughs> the, wife, the wife's from there. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. All right. Final question, Coach. What are your guys' goals, and uh, what are you most excited about for this next uh, for this next season?
1: You know, our goal is to our goal is to, to win the Missouri Valley Football Conference, and when you do that, you get an automatic berth and get in the playoffs. And the ultimate goal would be to to go undefeated in the playoffs and win a national championship. And that's something we, you know, we talk about constantly because that's where we want to build our program to that level. And we recruit to it. We we work at it every single day. Um, but yeah, most excited about just getting back with the guys, um, developing the guys. You know, watching their growth, um, obviously, as players and as people. But we feel like we've, we've got some young talent. We've kind of stacked a couple classes here. Um, you know, and, and I think just the growth from last year and one, one position on offense, particularly the offensive line, you know, returned four starters there. And you look at how we were able to play towards the end of last year. And just uh, there's a lot of upside, you know, I think on our football team and, um, you know, Coach Schwagger and our staff. We're just really looking forward to kind of having that identity being in the Missouri Valley um you know getting to training camp and then kicking that thing off on September 3rd against you know Valparaiso at home in front of our home fans and you know hopefully by then everything's kind of somewhat back to normal but um we'll adjust and you know it's it's going to be going to be a fun
0: year. Awesome. Well, North Dakota definitely has a special spot in my heart. I got a North Dakota football helmet sitting on my desk here. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day and coming on the show and talking with us, Coach.
1: Hey, I saw that on Twitter. That that helmet looks good, man. That Kelly Green is ye- is the way to go. We'll get to some more here down the road.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Coach.
1: All right. Thanks, Tyler.
0: Yep, Take care, bye. buddy. Bye-bye. And that was Coach Danny Freund from the University of North Dakota. Man, I am so happy to have brought him back on today's show. Uh, Tremendous guy again. We were able to meet up in Ogden. Super classy guy. Was able to talk a lot about North Dakota football. And it just feels so great to talk football once again. You know, North Dakota football, any kind of football, just talking football is so nice. You know, like when you wake up in the morning and you might get out of bed and you might, you know, do a big stretch or you might get a big yawn, but it's like, man, I'm ready to go take on the day. That's what it's like for me when we're talking football. And that was tremendous. Uh, You know, he said a lot of uh, really interesting things that I really want to kind of dive into right now. Uh, And then we'll talk a little bit about the schedule, what we're looking like for uh, North Dakota. And honestly... Here at Get the Ball Rolling, we became a pretty big fan of North Dakota. Uh, we talked about that they should have, uh, they should get into the playoffs last year. Uh, we were a really big proponent of them. I'm glad that they did. And uh, we're excited to see where they go this upcoming year. Uh, like I said, North Dakota has uh, always had uh, a special place in in, in my heart uh, there, you know, being able to, to do kind of that media thing uh, at that Weaver State game. And, and honestly, you know, he was one of the first that we interviewed on the Show So, again, always kind of a a special spot in my heart. Anyway, so one of the things that I really liked that he said was the transition into the Missouri Valley. Now, they're going from the Big Sky, so they went from the Big Sky to the uh, FCS Independent. And that, it, I, I feel like the FCS Independent is kind of a catch-22. My school, Dixie State, were doing that same thing, where you, I mean, they were transitioning, I believe it was a two-year transition period for North Dakota, uh, you know, leaving the Big Sky and then going technically into the Missouri Valley, uh, but it, it's so tough because uh, you're not, you can't play for a conference championship, uh, you know, last year they were able, they played a lot of uh, Big Sky foes without, you know, being able to win the Big Sky, which is also difficult, and then, you know, they were able they're also able to play North Dakota State which I'm really excited that we're going to get that rivalry back as far as the FCS goes uh, but anyway that's that so I'm glad that they're now you know officially uh, a Missouri Valley uh, football member and this next year I think they're going to they're going to surprise some people number one uh not that uh, I mean outside of North Dakota State they haven't played these teams for for a while. I mean, you might pull you know a non-conference game. It might be three, four years back, but they're not really going to know what to do. Uh, what makes conferences so interesting is that you see them every single year. You're like, okay, you know, uh, coach so and so is going up against so and so, and we're going to have a battle, and we're going to do this, and we're going to, and you know, regional rivalries, recruiting battles, and stuff like that. Well, North Dakota's kind of been removed, having been in the Big Sky. Um, the Big Sky is you know out here in the West, California, Utah, Arizona, Idaho, Oregon, Washington. That's kind of where the big sky is. And then we're out in North Dakota, which we've kind of got a couple of states. I mean, we have almost a full line of states, you know. Oh, I guess Montana, too. But we got, you know, Wyoming. uh, We have Colorado. We have New Mexico. I mean, there's a pretty big chunk of land between North Dakota and the rest of the big sky. So uh, they were recruiting kids going up against teams that they weren't ever able to prove that they were able to play. So that's going to be really, uh, I think it's going to be Really helpful for them to be in the Missouri Valley. And then, like I said, the whole upset card, these teams outside of North Dakota State this last year, they don't know what North Dakota is capable of. Yeah, you can watch it on film and stuff like that. But when you play a team year in, year out, you see the fans, you get the regional rivalries, that's completely different. And that's why I really think that North Dakota is going to succeed this next year. He talked about that they had lost uh, some of their big players, you know, Travis Toyvin, uh, Noah Wayne, Zach, those kinds of guys that have been stable of the UND football uh, team for a long time but honestly I don't think they're going to take a step back the way that coach Freund ran his offense the way that they they played extremely well on defense I think these guys are just going to get ready to reload and they're going to be this sneaky team that nobody's talking about I mean uh, I was looking through preseason polls nobody's talking about North Dakota and it's like guys you realize that they went to the playoffs last year like they they went like we need to Talk a little bit more about them. Let's just not jump to, you know, X team is better, which a team that didn't even go to the playoffs, you know. So this is why I'm really, really high on North Dakota. And uh, I think their schedule lines up really, really well uh, in order to do so. Uh, so we're gonna jump into that, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the interview. So the schedule: they start at uh, the Allura Center uh, versus Valparaiso. Valparaiso, I think. I mean, I think they're going to win. I believe Valpo only won like one game last year. I think they'll. Uh, it will look really good. Obviously, we don't know with the whole coronavirus thing. It's going to be, you know, everyone's going to be adjusting. Uh, you know, fall camp's going to be pretty intense. So, uh, but i want to go with a with a win there, and uh, they're gonna start the season out strong. Afterwards, they go on the road to Manhattan. Kansas at Kansas State, which I think is a great game. And Kansas State only has two returners on offense, so could there be an upset card? Potentially, uh, they're at Kansas State because, you know, with only two returners, you're getting a lot of, you know, you're putting a lot of eggs in your basket, Kansas State. Afterwards, they go on the road to uh, Youngstown State, which I believe they went 6-6 six and six this last year. Uh, anyway, and then uh, they're home against South Dakota State. Very happy that they get, you know, that that home game, South Dakota State, a lot of people are picking, uh, potentially go to the national championship. so this is going to be really good, uh, their first, I mean, their, I guess, Youngtown State, but their first Missouri Valley game, uh, home, uh, you know, where Youngtown's on the road, we have South Dakota State at home, uh, it's called the Potato Bowl, so excited to see that game and how it plays out, then afterwards they go, uh, and play home, homecoming 2020, uh, home versus Missouri State, uh, You know, uh, Petrino taking over the Missouri State. I believe they're the Bears and uh, really looking to – you know, play them and uh, play them tough. Afterwards, they play at Western Illinois uh, in Macomb, Illinois, which will also be a really fun and interesting game. Afterwards, like we talked about, they're coming out west to play at Portland State. Now, here here's just a little caveat: it's actually not in Portland; it's in Hillsboro, which is just to the south of Portland. I don't want to get into it. My wife's from up there, and not saying like they're like snotty or anything, but like like when they're when they say like they're from Vancouver, they're from Vancouver. Washington. They're not from Portland. My wife just, just looked at me and rolled her eyes, but she says that, you know. Well, I'm from Portland. Well, Hillsboro is, is a little bit south, but we're, we'll get into that. We'll definitely uh, hopefully we can make it up there, be able to see the in-laws and everything uh, up in Portland. Afterwards, on Halloween they're going to be playing the Coyotes of South Dakota uh, at home. Going to be a really, I mean, they pulled both South Dakota teams uh, home, which I think, again, regional rivalries, uh, stuff like that, being able to, to you know, Bring the recruits in and be like, look, you're going to see – you're going to be recruited by South Dakota State or South Dakota. We're going to show you guys. We're going to put our two teams up against each other. Uh, but you also have the advantage of it being home. Afterwards, they go on the road to normal Illinois and uh, take on Illinois State. We had uh, Coach Travis Kneecamp on the show. Talked a little bit about them. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that. But excited to see these two uh, play out there in normal. It will definitely – I mean, if, if you know – North Dakota, they could be, at this point, you know, uh, a pretty, you know, a ton of wins. They could be towards the top, if not leading the Missouri Valley Conference. And Illinois State is predicted to do really well. So that's going to be definitely probably the game of the week for November 7th. Excited to watch that game. Afterwards, to go on the road to Fargo, uh, take on North Dakota State. Uh, I believe that North Dakota actually is leading the rivalry uh, in full. Uh, So it's good to see this rivalry get back. I'm excited. Uh, We'll see what Trey Lance can do. Uh, definitely going to be watching that game uh, in Fargo at, you know, with North Dakota. If I could get on the road and watch that game, I most definitely will because my cross country season ends uh Halloween, actually, uh, is is our last game. So all of the November games, hopefully I can get on the road and watch some uh, you know, Missouri Valley football. I, I want to get out there super bad. And then finally, uh, November 21st, they have their final home game uh, against Southern Illinois, which again, Southern Illinois has been one of these teams has been super hyped, but this is a team that didn't even make the playoffs, and uh, I mean, not to talk bad about them, but I'm really looking for, you know, that that's an example that I think that North Dakota will surprise, get a win against Southern Illinois, uh, get a win against some of these other teams, and you're going to be like, well, where did North Dakota come from? You're going to look over it, you're like, wow, these guys, you know, they're a nine-win team going into the playoffs, well, in, out of the Missouri Valley, nonetheless, and uh, you know they're going to be potentially first round by, or if not making the playoffs. That's my prediction. These guys will definitely be in the playoffs. I'm excited to watch them. Again, uh, they did lose Nate Ketteringham, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the quarterback uh, position. We talked a little bit about that, and then Garrett Mag. And this is not an understatement. Uh, this is or an overstatement. This is not an overreaction, but I honestly believe. And and here is I guess my my hot take for North. Dakota I I think that Garrett Mag will lead the Missouri Valley in receiving yards reception I think he's going to be a leader in a lot of categories uh, out of the Missouri Valley I'm telling you guys like when you're watching them and I'm not going to downplay anybody's play but when you're watching uh, a field of you know collegiate athletes and stuff like that you you watch them and you're like you know what you know that guy's good uh, that guy can play at the next level uh, I said that about you know Dante Olson the linebacker out of Montana and I said that the same thing about you know Garrett Mag out of North Dakota they just look like they're playing on a different level. It looks like the game is slower. Their moves are crisper. They they just do really, really well, and uh, I'm glad I gave a shout-out to the wide receiver coach. I, I didn't look up the, that coach's name. So, uh, But as an OC, I think that I, I was really impressed again with what Coach Freund did uh, against a tough Weaver State team. I mean, 27-30 to 30 against the number three team in the nation. Uh was, a, was an amazing game, uh, and I really think that Garrett's going to do some big things this next year, and I uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. And, uh, but that's, I really think, you know, that his involvement in the offense is going to be crucial to the success, the overall success of North Dakota football. All right. So, this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. Grateful for you guys to be here today. Again, always glad uh, for the coaches stopping by, taking some time out of their busy schedules. I mean, even busier now being Zoom meetings, recruiting meetings, and, uh, you know, preparing the campus to get back to to football. And uh, so we're going to continue to work our butts off, get more coaches on, and talk football. Like I said, it's just kind of like a nice big yawn, nice big stretch coming right after you wake up uh, of, you know, a two-month or three-month quarantine, depending on where you're at. It's good just to kind of stretch and be like, you know what? Oh, yeah, that's right. In August, we're going to get football. September, we're getting football. All right, so thank you guys for all your love and support. Have a wonderful week. Uh, be sure to follow North Dakota Football on Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, all of the social media, and then also follow us at Get Rolling 19 uh, on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys. Have a wonderful week, and let's keep the ball rolling.